WeMakeTheFunny.com presents Let's Chat Comedy, hosted by K.L. Thomas. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Chat Comedy. I'm chilling here at Simple Studios with Marina and Nico, and we're talking about their newest project, Room 4. Say hi to the listeners. Hi, this is Nico. And hello, this is Marina. First, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of you two. You already know that. I've been following you guys forever. I really love how you have a mix of a highbrow but with slapstick and some surprises in your comedy. Like, it's never pompous or overdone because some people get a little too heady with highbrow. You guys always seem to have a good level of a mix there. I'm really excited about this project, and I can't wait to go see it in September. Uh, Room 4, you have four black actors stuck in a time loop auditioning for the same role, Drug Dealer 2. So, uh... Marina, you were the writer for this. Tell me what inspired you to come up with this piece. Oh, well, Nico and I actually wrote it together. We both wrote it together. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that we, like both of us as as not white men, <laughs> have sort of had the experience of, you know, being kind of uh, pigeonholed in our own sort of respective little pigeonholes. <laughs> and um, basically, we just kind of imagine taking that, taking that experience of feeling like you're, you're kind of stuck auditioning for the same stuff or writing the same kind of stuff and imagine what it would be like to kind of make that truly literal and really get stuck in a nightmarish surreal metaphor that many people can actually relate to uh yeah yeah so it's so that's kind of kind of the genesis of it and then uh we kind of uh, expanded it it's like about kind of performing race then not just for this kind of like unseen white audience that feels you feel like you're constantly judging you but it's also like how these actors then perform race for each other if they feel like they're the odd one out uh if they feel like they're acting too white if they feel like they're acting too black and that's how they kind of like uh perform ways for each other and perform ways from what's kind of expected from these kind of invisible casting directors. So when you're uh, working on this project, where did it actually come from? Because there's a lot going on. I mean, besides personal experience, what you just said, but like, what were you doing that you were like, okay, this is time to talk about this? Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, I think sometimes our work, when we write things, we learn what we're writing about when we're writing about it. And so Marina wrote the first scene, which is kind of like a sketch, which was the two guys wondering whether they should audition for uh, this drug dealer role or the Lion King, as if those are the (laughs) only two options in the world for them to do. And then from that, I think we got into the idea of like a time loop. I think we liked something Twilight zone about it. And then as we built it out, it became more real as we wrote more and more scenes. Yeah, it kind of going off of what Nico said, when we start writing, usually we'll kind of start with an idea, like a general idea. Um, and I think this one, it was that that feeling of like, are you are you in The Lion King or are you auditioning for these horrible tiny TV roles? Um, and basically what we'll, we'll, what we'll usually do is we'll kind of start with a scene, we'll sort of, we'll, we'll write a scene and then we'll kind of break off and we'll sort of make a little constellation of other scenes and then kind of reassess and see where we are and that yeah from there kind of decide what exactly we're writing how to bridge the gaps from one scene to another and then kind of another step back and see like what are we ultimately working towards with this now this was workshopped before and uh apparently from what i've read it got really great feedback on it is this what made you say okay let's make this into a a one-hour piece and put it out there for a run yeah, so this the original production was actually part of our six-month playwriting residency at The Pit, where we wrote and produced a 
hour long play each month uh, for six months. Uh, and it was uh, really like hectic and crazy and fun. And we just worked with like so many amazing casts and so many people who are just willing to like really get to work fast and be really super scrappy all together. Um, and of the six plays that we did, this is the one that we kind of felt most excited to bring back and, uh, you know, rewrite a little bit with a little more time, <laughs> you know, we had a little more time to focus. And um, yeah, so we were just really excited to pick this one. Yeah, I feel like it got a good response from the audiences. And I think people wanted to see more of it. And we wanted to kind of, I think so much with comedy, I feel uh, you get rid of your work relatively quickly, you perform it a few times, then you write something new. And I think we really want, I think we felt like we wanted to bring a lot of our plays back. But this one, I think really spoke to a lot of people. And so we were excited about bringing it back first. Nico, you're directing this piece. But you do, of course, get notes from Marina throughout and uh, a lot of the actors are, most of them are black actors, and I'm sure that they have dealt with this subject their whole lives as auditioning. So how much do you, um, you're, what nationality are you? I forgot. I'm ambiguous. Uh, no, uh, my mom's black uh, uh, and then uh, Italian and Palestinian. So I'm a mix of a bunch of things, but I've always, uh, I don't know, one drop. I've always mostly identified as black when I uh, kind of exist in the world. But yeah, I'm mixed. It's weird asking you that because I just use Nico, so, but it's something I need to ask. Um, so as a director, I'm sure you're bringing your own experience and I'm sure the cast is bringing their experience. How much is the collaboration with this material is? Uh, putting this together I mean I think a lot of like what I like about theater is just like when we write a bit like what you figure out has as you're building it their experiences uh it's similar with the rehearsal uh studio and so you bring some of your experiences but then you listen to the actors and you hear a joke and then an uh, actor kind of riffs off for a joke for a bit and it kind of builds from there so there's kind of a lot of talk about experiences and then I think one thing as we were preparing this one is we created this series where a couple of actors who had said that they've experienced things like it uh we filmed them talking about their kind of worst horrible audition stories and we've <laughs> been releasing those week by week in preparation so it, it it definitely comes up people talk about their real life experience and i think with i think some of the joy of theater and storytelling is you use the story to then talk more about your real life so in rehearsal rooms things do come up and they come up uh, they come up more and more as the more you get comfortable and the more you tell the story again and again. And so, so that, yeah, it's, we definitely have some real experiences to kind of heighten this kind of absurd play. And uh, who's in this fabulous cast? Oh, we got such good people in this cast. Okay, so we got Temeskin Takure, uh, Rich Armstead. We have Ale Kalini, Tom Powers, Anthony Frankie, Tristan Griffin, Ryan Johnson, and Eric Lockley. And they're just all incredible comedic actors and all really incredible uh, dramatic actors as well. And they really, they just, they're just so fantastic and so comfortable slipping kind of between these moments of like really heightened, uh, absurd drama and really surreal slapsticky comedy and everything in between. They're incredible. Yeah, and just a shout out to Odera and John King who helped us in our previous run through of it but couldn't join us this time. But I think with each... Yeah, Adair, Adamora, and John King. Sorry. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> you just know people's their first name and then you just say it. So yeah, uh, no, but they're 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 both really great. And I think anytime you work with actors, they really, especially when we've been writing and especially with the residency, the character, the actor would add so much more to the character that we were kind of excited to rewrite then for our actors. And we've used a number of actors in a number of different plays, and they really help us understand the characters more and really get us excited about rewriting or retelling the story. I'm so excited about seeing this, you guys. I really, really, really cannot wait. Um, so I'm at Simple Studios talking with. Marina and Nico about Room 4, which is coming out right after Labor Day, opens Tuesday, September 6th. Uh, just a few more questions, and then I know you guys just got out of rehearsal, and it's getting down to the crunch time. as <laughs> what in theater world we call it Hell Week. <laughs> so um, how exciting is this for you guys? Because you've been doing sketch comedy for a long time, and you've been in festivals. You've had quite a few things up viral, too, like... Like uh, you had something that went on Tosh, I believe, before in the past. Um, And you've been on Comedy Central, Funny or Die, great reviews from everyone. But you've also graduated with theater backgrounds. So it's kind of like this piece is a mold of both of what you love to do. So what does that feel like to you, putting that together? Yeah, I mean, it feels really great. I think that uh, one thing, so with the playwriting residency that we did that Room 4 sort of came out of, is we were really like trying to combine... uh, the kind of the fast turnaround of comedy with the more like the rigor of of theater and the staying power of theater. And so it was great to be able to kind of take this to take a piece that, you know, it's is funny that we really that we really love, but just to have an extended run and have the chance to like really refine and revise and really kind of live in it a little bit longer. It really it means a lot to be able to take something we care about. And, you know, like Nico mentioned with comedy, you often you put up something once or a couple times or three times and then you're kind of done and on to the next thing. But to be able to like really like pour energy into something that's going to go on for at least a month and quite possibly longer, it feels really good. Yeah, I think also the sketch uh, background helped create this narrative too because I think as we wrote it, a lot of the scenes originally started as like almost sketches about a certain aspect of auditioning or aspect about race. And then as we tied it together and especially as we edited this summer, we kind of connected those up and strung, made them more, made the characters more connected, make, made it more narrative, helped trying to do the flow. But I think the sketch writing was definitely still part of our process and thinking about like what's funny just in this moment or just in this scene as we created it. So uh, what would you like audience to take away from this piece after they see it? Uh, Yeah. So uh, I'm not really sure if there's like a a one thing we necessarily want someone to take away. I mean, I think our audiences would probably agree about the messed up state of casting and race in America, but I think we wanted to just kind of live in these moments. It like often I think race and, you know, acting and the entertainment world feels kind of insane and so we wanted to kind of live in that insanity and really stay in those moments other than just kind of like nod and acknowledge oh yeah that's messed up I think we wanted to kind of live in it but I don't know if there's like a single takeaway we want from it yeah no agreed I think that you're right that like I don't think anyone would like strongly disagree with (laughs) with some of the like points I guess that kind of come up over the course of it but I do think it is a really different entry point into a kind of conversation that many people have. And I think it's just a different kind of uh, approach to it. And I think it's a dynamic and funny one and uh, very well performed. So I think that it'll, I think it will be a, a very enjoyable experience for people to come see. Uh, yeah, and I think it also probably will extend outside just the regular uh, entertainment or acting world. I think everyone knows kind of what it's like to be 
or most people do like the only person of your ethnicity in the room and like how you perform that or try how you hide that or the feeling of going from being the only person of color in a room back to kind of your home and feeling like, uh, oh, no, now I'm back with everyone else. How do I perform? How do I perform that? And so I think everyone will kind of relate to that experiences of like, I guess, code switching and going between worlds and yeah, how you perform yourself for other people. So the timing of Room 4 coming out is uh, pretty amazingly interesting because, uh, you know, with the presidential run going on and everything that's going crazy, was that on purpose or that was just when you guys were able to get a space for the run? No, I mean, I think it's just that Room 4 really touches on issues that are real and that are <laughs> always happening. And I think they do happen to be talked about, like, or people are noticing these conversations happening more and more. And through social media, people are, like, emotionally understanding these issues more than maybe they have before. Um, but I think in terms of, like, the, the feeling of timing, it's just because these are these issues have just existed forever and will un- probably continue to exist for a while, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, time loops in the play, I guess. Like, things cycle over and over again. And I think that's the way of the state of race in America, that we do repeat the same stories again and again. And just sometimes we're more conscious of them. Like, I don't know, they say, like, when you look for a mattress, all you'll see is mattress ads. <laughs> and so, like, I think America's thinking about race right now. And I think it's, like, it's just, you know, good kismet or good timing. But, like, I think this is what's on a lot of people's minds right now. But it, I think it's often always on people's minds. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like uh, sometimes we just don't want to talk about it. But now I feel like with the way social media is and how easy it is to bring it to like attention to it, it's like, oh, darn, we actually have to talk about it. It's just not going to be a news week for a week and then gone. It's in our faces every day. Um, But what I love is that you guys are doing this in a very comedic way of touching on issues that we all on some level can relate to. So uh, after your run, because you guys opened September 6th at the pit, and then you run through the whole month of September. Um, we can find the listing at the pit on their website. Okay, great. And then it goes into like the first week of October, I believe. Um, with room four, what would you like to happen after the piece closes? So there are a few things we'd really love. I mean, we'd, we'd love to publish this. We'd really love to publish it and see it performed in lots of other places. Um, you know, it's, I, it's a piece that I think would be... Uh, I don't know, would be really interesting to see performed around the country uh, and would probably mean something different in different places. But ultimately, I I think we really want to see it kind of take on a life of its own and be performed many places uh, and hopefully in print as well. Yeah, definitely want to agree with that. I think also there's something, you know, Maroon and I uh, write a lot and produce a lot, but we usually produce our own work. And I'd be really excited to see other theater companies take the play on or other places, what they do with it. I think we're we're definitely looking forward to the the piece taking on its own life. Just one last question, because I know you guys are tired. You've been rehearsing. (laughs) Um, You guys have been working together for quite some time, and you guys met in college, I believe. Yeah. So, and you've had some quite a bit of success working together, and I know you go off and do your own things, and you always come back to each other. Uh, What kind of advice do you give people that are doing comedy? Because a lot of people break up after some time. You guys seem to hold it together pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's been 10 years. It's probably actually 10 years in September that we've been working together. Yeah, yeah, we have to have a birthday party. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think just find people who you want to write with. And then just, I think Maroon and I have, like, of, our writing has changed a lot depending on where we are in our lives, I guess. But, like, yeah, I think it's I think just find some someone you want to write with and keep writing and keep learning with them and be open to changing as you grow as writers together. 
Yeah, I think that all all of that is true. I think that it's funny because I think that I I don't think of I don't think of us as being like super alike, but somehow we're very complementary <laughs> together. Um, and I think there's just something there's there's something like special that kind of clicks when you're like working with somebody who writing wise you just you just gel with. And I think you you know it when when you hit something like that. And then aside from that, I think it's just like treating it like. A, like a bit of a business and like like Nico and I probably meet on more days than we don't <laughs> every week and you know we we work hard and like honor each other's work and like just enjoy it so yeah find people you enjoy writing with fantastic thank you so much Marina and Nico room four at the pit opens September 6 runs throughout get your tickets and where can they go to get like where on Twitter can they follow you give me all the info give me all of it marina and has all of our videos all of our podcasts all of our writing you can definitely check out marina and and then on Facebook and Twitter you can follow marina and Nico again marina and Nico and if you want just information about room four you can look at room four but marina and Nico search on all social media and our website yeah, and on Twitter, you can follow at Room for the Play. Um, and you can kind of see where we'll post some of the videos of people talking about their auditions, pictures from the rehearsals, all sorts of good stuff like that. So, yeah, at Room for the Play. Thank you guys so much. I can't wait to see it. Thanks for listening to Let's Chat Comedy presented by WeMakeTheFunny.com. You could follow WeMakeTheFunny.com on Twitter at WeMakeTheFunny. And check out the website, WeMakeTheFunny.com, and sign up for our laugh letter. That's right. It's the newsletter, but we call it the laugh letter. It's hilarious.